0: Uh oh, can not hear me? Now you can hear me. Sorry. Welcome Facebook to The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org and The Biocano Group. Um I first have to check if I have sound. Can you hear me out there? Can you hear me? Um I got to wait until actually my stream starts on this side here. Uh and then um actually we do have sound. So before I go live I always go through a bunch of checkpoints to make sure everything is working. Um, And right now, uh, it looks like my stream might be lagging a little bit. But as we, uh, it's recorded, so it will be on YouTube tomorrow and uh, all the podcast sites. So right now, I'm looking at my levels and the video might be lagging a little bit. But that's all right, because like I said, it will be recorded and thrown on YouTube tomorrow. Uh, So let me check this out. All right. I do have sound. See? Happy. 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 Can you see that? That is me. So anyway, great show tonight. I have Tom Palarulo watching, my friend, brother. What's going on? I haven't talked to you in ages. I did listen to you on um, uh, a podcast, though, recently, or uh, maybe a, a few weeks ago. You were on with Joel, which was pretty good. He's getting everyone on his show, as usual, which is which is awesome. So tonight we have, in new LFA, light heavyweight world champion, Fabio Water Buffalo Sharana on tonight, along with Connor Berry. We're going to be talking so much about MMA and a little jujitsu, but mostly about a big title that Fabio won a couple of Fridays ago. So, um, yeah, there's a slight lag, but, uh, that's, that's, I can't do anything about that. That has everything to do with the internet connection here. And, uh, if anyone's watched my shows in the last couple of weeks, there was a lag in here, but when it's recorded, it comes out fabulous. So, uh, when it's on YouTube and when it's on the podcast sites, uh, it's flawless, um, also last week, I just want to remind everyone, I didn't have a podcast because I was banned for 24 hours. I got banned literally when I walked into this room from a meme I sent out probably three days earlier and some dude, uh, didn't like it. So he must've seen it three days later and, <clears throat> and reported me. And with that said, I was banned. So I couldn't have my live podcast last week, but I did, uh, I did couple, do a couple of interviews and I released them the, the next day. So uh, check out NewEnglandMMA.org for all our latest articles and interviews. Uh, I'd like to mention a couple of things before I have Fabio on, who will be calling in in about five minutes. Um, what do we got right here? First of all, this Saturday night, William, Nightmare Knight, returns to the UFC cage for the second time. His second official UFC fight. He did have a contender series appearance. Um, but this is his second legit fight under the UFC banner. Uh, as we know, he did come off a, a, a hard fought and a great fight. His last fight. And now he's back there Saturday. This Saturday at the Apex Center. This will be on, um, I believe, on um, ESPN+. Plus. And I don't, I'm not sure about Fight Pass, how that goes. Uh, but my partner one of my partners Travis Lazat, will be writing an article on William Knight or it, it is it's probably already done but he didn't want to release it tonight because I have the podcast and we didn't want to clog things up so I believe Travis will be releasing that uh article tomorrow about William Knight and his second UFC appearance uh also what else we got here oh Big kudos to Nostos or Nostos. I say it wrong. I'm sorry. I'm from Providence. That's how I talk. Uh, Nostos MMA in New Hampshire brought the heat down to Florida from New England last, uh, when was that? Last uh, Saturday night. Uh, Devin Powell's gym, the men went three and zero. that is uh, Nathan Grimwald. I had him, uh, Grimrod, I'm sorry. I had him on my show. We had a great interview, it was a second amateur fight, heading to um, Tennessee, I do believe they went to, and uh, they took a couple of other fighters with them to make their amateur debuts and they all won. Uh, Nathan, with a unanimous decision, fought a, 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 a bl- uh, not a black belt, I'm sorry, a jiu-jitsu kind of oriented dude that kept, uh, you know, trying to submit... Nate, Nate kept going through the guard and just beating the hell out of him. And then, uh, it's two other fighter friends, check out our article. We wrote all about it. They had a five-second knockout, uh, one of their amateur debuts, and the other debut was a unanimous decision also. So, uh, great things, them going to Out of State to fight for other organizations. World Class Fight League. That is them. They're a great, great amateur organization. So uh, check them out. They're on Facebook. Check out Nathan, and you can find out all about them. I do believe I'll be interviewing their owner, promoter, and former UFC and all-around fighter uh, on Friday, I do believe. So who else we got here? Um, Oh, Carolyn Powell, who we were just talking about, who was at uh, um, at that fights and... In the corners. Uh, Carol, if you can uh, give out the names of uh, the gentlemen who uh, won out there. And way anyway, we can, uh, if you could put out there, I don't know, give their names and we can check them out. I'm going to have Nathan on the show next Wednesday. And uh, I'd like to get one, of the, one or two of these other dudes on here too. Listen to uh, their experience out there. So uh, let me check this out again. All right. So it ain't bad. Uh, the lag is just missing my voice so uh what time is it 909 we're gonna be calling Fabio in a minute but before that we do that maybe he's uh is he checking on me now let me see let me see Fabio you call me now uh all right I'm gonna tell him call, calling him in a minute because I'm gonna play something uh first call you in two minutes how's that sound? There we go. All right. I'm calling Fabio in two minutes. But before that, I do that, before I do that, thank you, Carol. Uh, and Carol, I, uh, I did talk to Nathan. And uh, I'm not sure if I want to get them two guys on a live podcast or interview them uh, pre-recorded first. Uh, depends. I'll talk to them, see what they want to do. But I will be talking to them. And Carol, uh, great job. You and um, Devin, man. Uh, Bringing it, bringing it. So uh, let me play Fabio's video here, and then I'll get him on the phone. performance I'm pumped up I mean we've been working together for four or five years now and to see him at this level championship belt uh, it's just super gratifying and uh, I know how happy he is and we're ready to take it to the next level got a little work ahead of him he got a little work ahead of him but he's uh just fought a very wily veteran and he uh,
1: busted him up pretty good so we're pretty proud of him right now you knew it was your night son
0: you know it was your night. <laughs> hey, really smart. smart. Very nice job. You did a lot of great shit out there. Look okay, at it. Super fucking proud of you. Let's, we got some uh, whiskey. Let's get that. And how was that, people? Awesome stuff by, who did that? Umba. Productions, I talked to them dudes, they said I could use this, but there is a whole video out there about uh, documenting Fabio's whole trip to LFA, his whole title uh, experience, uh, weigh-ins, everything, man. It's really good, it's entertaining, and it's done incredible. I believe it's on LFA's website, and it's also on Fabio's page, so uh, check it out. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce LFA in new light. Heavyweight champion. Fabio. You yes, see? What a buffalo. Sharon, Oh, he's got the ah. best. Oh, my God. I can't believe that fits in the picture, my man. Dude. What's happening? Congratulations, my man. Congratulations. Let me get your text up here. So, uh, uh, it's all. Oh, we're, we're golden, my man. Dude, how you doing, bro? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing really, man. Uh, happy as a pig and shit for you, bro. Uh, Long time coming, getting a title fight and a title fight for, you know, the biggest, uh, probably uh, the regional organization out there, uh, the gateway to the UFC, bro. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about, or a lot of bit about it, man. Uh, Let's talk about how you're feeling uh, a week and a half out from this uh, fabulous performance.
2: I feel great, man. Um, You know, uh, I'm almost all healed up. And uh, I, honestly, I'm back in the gym now. I'm training. I'm just waiting waiting for the call.
0: So um, you're saying you're healing up. You know, uh, watching the fight, you mentioned something about your hand. And when you got interviewed after, you said, oh, you know, I got to heal up a little bit. Was there anything nagging leading into the fight? Or were these all little bumps and bruises that uh, came from the fight?
2: No, nah, I thought I broke my hand. Um and I went and got x-rayed as soon as I got home and it was just a sprain. Um, when I got my hands wrapped, the, the guy that was wrapping my hands asked me if I wanted my thumb open or closed and no idea what that meant. So I've been asked that question before. So I asked for it open and now I know never to do that ever again. And um, stupid mistake, I paid for it, you know? I uh, sprained my thumb and which caused a lot of a lot of pain during the fight you know and uh but no everything's good
0: was uh did you sprain your thumb from punching because there was a lot of volume with punches or was it maybe blocking one of his uh, kicks he tried to throw
2: No I was punching um uh, he had a really high guard and the, the way he was blocking the punches was 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 different. I've never really uh, had to deal with that before, so I punched his elbows and his like arms a lot.
0: Well, uh, going into the fight, you knew you what you were up against—a dude that was going to throw a lot of leg kicks, uh, you know, a lot of kicks to the head, uh, you know, uh, a lot of volume there. And you talked about it—you were ready for that, and uh, you know, ready to return the kicks and you know, up the volume with the punches and the stand-up there. Bro, talk us through this, man, because you, you know, you were very relaxed in there, your first five-round fight. Man, you look, like, uh, you look like you've been in there before, man. What was the difference? Because, you know, your last uh, few fights, you know, you did have a, a three-round fight with, uh, you know, at CES. But nothing like this. Uh, the pace you put on and just the relaxed feel in there was amazing, man. What was the difference, man? And, and, and tell us.
2: Nothing really, man. Like you said before, I've been there before. It's just another fight for me, you know. Um, the only thing I had to do was get ready for two extra rounds. That's it. Besides that, it's it's just another fight. It's just another guy in front of me, and um, I, I I said uh, before before the uh, after my fight in uh, October, right around my birthday, I, I I had said, man, 2021 is a big statement year, and I stand by that now, and I'll stand by that till the end of the year. It's a big statement year for me, and I'm gonna start the year off with a bang. It's time to show people I am next level. I am that dude.
0: I am a bad motherfucker, and and you know I'm no. I had your pictures flashing through the fight and stuff there, uh, dude. I mean unanimous decision. There was one round there that you know the judges gave to him. Uh, you know it's the third round. What'd you feel? Did you feel you won every round in there? And if you, you know, if you didn't, you know, what was the round that? You know, thought might have been that round.
2: I hadn't, I knew I lost the third round. I got tired. Um, I hadn't quite caught my second win yet, and um, it was you know it was part of a big adjustment thing that I had to get part. I got I had to get used to in the fight. You know, um, but once I caught my second win, the fourth and fifth round, I closed out. You know, the first round, I was a little confused. One judge had me losing that round. I was super confused by that, but that's why we don't let fights go to the decision because judges will screw you. But um, man, my my only my only plan was to go in that fight and win as many rounds as I can, if not finish the fight. And um, that's exactly what I did.
0: Yeah, and you talked about that first round. I mean, you controlled that first round, and you know the way they were commentating on that, they were talking about how uh, you know Dennis had to pick up the pace. He had he couldn't keep fighting like that. Because you were you were landing them shots, and it just seemed like the last uh, you know ten seconds, you know he got that 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 you know that takedown, but that shouldn't have decided the round. Uh, and you know that that's where uh, I I mean, it,
2: you go back and you watch that round. I could have finished that fight in the first round if he didn't grab the cage. He grabbed the cage, which held him up, and I got overexcited because I thought I was going to finish the fight, and then he tripped me. And those elbows that he was throwing, none of them landed. You go back and you watch the in slow motion, zero of those. The only reason why it looked like it might have landed was because of my hair shaking back from side to side. But none of those elbows landed. So it was like, what what crack are you smoking, Judge? (laughs) You know, it was super confusing.
0: Yeah, it was. And like you said, you know, looking at the playbacks and, and watching it, you know, he was on both sides of your head. There was not one connection there. And like you said, your hair was flapping. But, you know, you get through that, you come through back to the second round. You took him down real quick. Was that uh was that planned? You know, you were in your corner. What was said to you coming out of that, uh going into that second round? Uh were you just trying to take a little gas out of him, take him down, make him work a little bit, and then beat him up again on his feet?
2: Nah, just to have fun, man. Do me. That's it. You know? Like, uh Expressing myself and um, like my goal was to show people that I am next level, like I said before, and, and, and that, was, that was my plan from start to finish. And in the second round was I, I tried to show that I, I am diverse. I can I can throw punches, I can throw kicks, and I can take you down. And that's exactly why I did that takedown. And um, it didn't work out as well as I wanted it to, but we adjusted, we moved on, and, and went back upstairs.
0: Well, the opponent you were facing, dude, I mean, he's been there so many times. The dude is a veteran, uh, tough son of a gun. Um, dude, man, it looks like, you know, you you guys had fun in there, and you guys both have kind of, uh, you, you put on a show, but... How was it at the end of the fight? I mean, uh, he didn't give you the, the the fist pump at the beginning of the fight, and you kind of, you looked at it, you went, oh, okay. But at the end of the fight, it's all good, man. Uh, you know, how was it at the end of the fight, just, uh, you know, talking to him and knowing that you beat a guy that's that's fought so many high-caliber fights and on a big stage like that? It
2: was like any of my, the end of any of my fights. You know, I show love to my opponent give them a hug, I, I pre- tell them I, I thank them for taking the fight. I thank them for the experience that they gave me inside of the cage. And, and that's it. You know, um, he was a craft, crafty guy that I went five rounds with and I beat him. And um, I, I told him, I'm like, thank you for the experience, man. You really taught me a lesson and you
0: showed, you showed you showed me a side of myself that I didn't know I had awesome my man well fabio you said uh you know not major injuries you, you you pretty much healed up you're back into uh you know throwing around at 401 boxing again man what's your timeline and what are you thinking i mean is there any buzz i mean is was this the fight is it, it should be the fight but what are you feeling right now as far as uh what's going to happen for you next
2: uh, man, I have no idea. I'm good to go next week. So, um, right now my manager is trying to make magic and, uh, I'm just staying ready. You know, um, the only thing I was told was to keep my, keep my weight low and be ready for within four, four days to two week notice. And, and that's exactly what I'm doing.
0: Excellent, man. Uh, dude, last question before I let you give you shout outs and all that, man. Um, the weight, you, you are championship weight. What was the difference? You know, of course, it's a it's a huge fight, it's a five round fight, it's a championship fight. But what helped you along the ways to uh, you know have it seemed like an easier weight cut? Watching kind of the documentary leading up to the fight, uh, was it at, was it easier than in the past?
2: Listen, people must forget I've missed weight two times in my career. My professional career and I was during a pandemic and people want to start talking shit and saying shit about me missing weight I missed weight twice during a pandemic before that I never had to cut weight before I would show up and step on the scale I, I, I would just train and, and burn the weight like that so now we're in a pandemic where I didn't think I was going to fight till 2021 Everybody I talked to said, yeah, no promotion's going to have any fights till 2021. So I'm sitting there, okay, I'm going to get fat and enjoy myself a little bit. And then out of nowhere, I started getting asked for fights. And my body was just in a state where it wasn't burning correctly, you know? And I, I had to learn how to cut weight. That's it. And my last fight where I missed weight, I had requested an offer to both Parties, my opponent, and promotion. I'll go to the gym right now and cut the rest of the weight. And I was told, do not worry about it. There's no disrespect towards the promotion. There's no disrespect to my opponent. Mistakes happen. I made a mistake not making weight. So 85% of the blame is on me. But again, I had offered to go cut the rest of the weight. Most, most places will offer you a certain certain window to go cut the weight. I, I, I know I'm new to this, but from my my understanding and from what I've seen before, you're allowed an, hour, an uh, almost an hour uh, from from the time uh, you stepped on the scale and missed weight to cut the rest of the weight. I was never given that opportunity.
0: Cutting is not the issue. you proved that going into your title fight, where, uh, man, you are amazing. You looked great. You looked the best shape we've ever seen you in. So that just shows right there that you are ready to go and you can make any weight that uh, you are contracted to sign. Fabio, uh, last things you want to say, shout-outs. I know you got a bunch of people that went, hit the road with you, helped you out through this uh, training camp. Shout-out, man. Spend as much time you want to throw out there. If uh, I lose you again, I'm going to uh, throw myself out the window.
2: I just want to thank... Uh, Mike Gresh, Sean Lally, Jose Santos, the guys at uh, Hard Knocks, the guys at 401 Boxing, my strength and conditioning, Jim Compete Strength and Conditioning, um, and, and my sponsors from Pit Viper, Dice Team, um, TRF, uh, I have a lot of sponsors, man. Just the people supporting me, that's basically it, man. The people supporting me, helping me get better and standing behind me through all of this journey.
0: Fabio, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it, dude. Let me just say something, man, watching you and listening to you and just, uh, the stuff that you, you talk about on online, you are an inspiration, man. Like as far as, you know, for people to look up to kids growing up, uh, people going through shit, you are definitely a person that, uh, really inspires people, man. And, you know, you know, Big things for you. We hope that you that next call is for Dana. If it isn't, man, you got a you got a huge title to defend. So there's no there's no lack of work, uh, you know, in your future, bro. So thank you so much, man. Again, I I apologize again, Fabio, and uh, I'll edit this all together. That'll flow in one piece, and I'll send it out by itself. All right, my man. Yes, sir. All right, you have a great night, man. You as well. Uh, I have to say, Fabio, let me get that off right there, Uh, listen, uh, that's not easy, I mean, I got to call the guy three friggin' times, Uh, not only is it, it makes me look like shit, but for the guy to come back three times, man, kudos to you, Fabio, for hanging in there with me and uh, salvaging the show and, uh, you know, this interview, I apologize, so we're gonna get, uh, what do we got on here? i got to get Connor Barry ready here, but uh, I probably, let me get Fabio's thing here. This is why I need a producer. So while I'm ready, waiting for Connor to uh, just answer me, I am going to play Fabio's video one more time. Uh, while I talk to Connor. So bear with me. My next decision, and new, the <laughs> Performance. I'm pumped up. I mean, we've been working together for four or five years now, and to see him at this level, championship belt, uh, it's just super gratifying. And uh, I know how happy he is, and we're ready to take it to the next level. Got a little work ahead of
1: him. He got a little work ahead of him, but he's uh just fought a very wily veteran, and he uh, busted him up pretty good, so we're pretty proud of him right now. You knew it was your night, son. You know it was your night. <laughs> and,
0: hey, really smart, smart. Very nice to run. You did a lot of great shit out there. Okay. Super fucking proud. Of you. We got some uh, whiskey. Let's get that. Okay. All right, my man. Uh, we have Connor Berry on the phone here. Uh, he's actually driving, so uh, we're going to try... Try to uh you know hopefully hopefully there's no drama here while Connor drives to get home. Connor, man, thank you for coming on, man. What's going on?
1: Anytime, brother. Uh yeah, happy to be here, man. Uh same old shit, man, you know, staying busy. Uh good to see you're still doing your thing too, man.
0: Well, I'm trying, man. If you, I mean, you, I know you're driving. You probably came from a practice or a rolling or whatever, but I just had... Oh, yeah, just
2: coming from practice right
0: now. I just had Fabio Sharan on. So li- this is how my show has gone, brother, in the last half hour. I lost connection with Fabio three times during his interview. So, you know, not only was it like, a, I, you know, to get him on here because he's so busy now after a title fight and everyone wants to talk to him. I get him on here, and my and my connection fails like two or three times with him, but he called back three times and he finished the interview with me. And that's a, a real trooper, and that's a great guy right there. The, oh yeah,
1: determination, man.
0: Yeah, my I mean he he saved me there. I was going for the knockout. I was I was out, and he came back.
1: <laughs> yeah, Fabio's a man. I love Fabio.
0: So my man, uh, let's talk a little bit about you. We talked a lot a bit about Fabio. Uh, let's talk a little bit about you. Not much MMA going on, but, uh, a lot of, uh, BJJ, a lot of rolling, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of training, a lot of things, a lot of things going on with your personal life. Let's talk a little bit about it and, uh, what's been going on, man. Hell yeah. So,
1: uh, I've been really freaking busy lately, man. Um. With uh, defensive edge, I, I'm doing like some fitness uh, boxing and kickboxing classes at uh, uh, at SLS uh, Fitness in Lowell, uh, and I'm, I'm starting uh, actually my own little studio space too, uh, right near my house, uh, where I'll be able to do some private lessons, and small group training, and stuff. So I've been I've been hella busy just with the business side of things right now, just just working on getting my money and stuff, and uh, and in the meantime, you know, I've just been just been training like really a lot of jujitsu, man like uh I, i'm trying to i minimize my strike in and i'm just trying to use like most of my training sessions to like double or triple down into the into jits and, and i honestly think, i think i'm probably you know not to sound like a like a douchebag but i think i'm probably having some of the best jujitsu right now uh as far as i've i've seen i i haven't really had uh had too much competition uh, anywhere, really, um, and and I'm excited to just keep on going and keep the keep the win streak going and 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 hopefully capture uh, ADCCs uh, in November this
0: year. Awesome, dude. So I know you've been passionate about jujitsu. I mean, when I first interviewed, like, God, like four or five years ago, you know, you you had a lot of yeah. that doing that. I think I was at Team Flow. Uh, what, what brought on, uh, the, the desire to get these, uh, you know, hit these tournaments and, uh, you know, make, uh, make a statement in the jiu jitsu world.
1: Well, you know, like, uh, well, two things, uh, like a lot of my friends were, were doing it too. So like, uh, these people, uh, like Bobby, the barber, you had him up on there, Bob McCarron, um uh like Christo like all, all these people who I, I i grew up in, and i i was teaching these guys like a few years ago and and i and seeing how well they do and shit and uh you know they're they're all good friends of mine so we're, we're doing shit while uh while there's nothing else going on i figured you know i'll stay busy and for jujitsu honestly it, it's absolutely no pressure for me like i don't feel i don't feel a single ounce of nerves really at all like it's just like I I can just I hit flow state just about every time I'm in there and and I haven't lost a judo match since I was a blue belt, so uh, that's been it's probably been about five years since I lost a judo match, um, and uh, I'm pretty proud of that actually. I, I've been I've been trying to push myself and, and trying to get uh, some top competition and try to try to test myself in training at least, trying to bring in. Uh, anybody I can who has good jujitsu jitsu or has good aspects of their game that I can work on my game with. Uh, I'm just trying to do a lot of extracurricular shit, so I'm studying, just networking with all these other people through jiu-jitsu, and, uh, and I, I really am very, very confident in my jiu-jitsu. I think when I return to MMA, I think I'm going to have the best jujitsu jitsu in my division.
0: Excellent. Well, as uh, you are talking right now, I got a couple of uh, you know highlights uh, from you from your last, uh, maybe a couple of uh, super fights you had. Uh, one was an um, enigma, which we're playing with yeah. you had with Sal, who is no, uh, stranger to the, to the, you know, the, the BJJ mats, man. Uh, how excited were you to get him on the mat? Ah, uh, so, who? Well, yeah. Uh, man, that
1: was fun, man. Uh, I, it, the match, you know, it was, it was, it was fairly uneventful. Uh, I, I knew I was going to win, uh, i i think he i i don't know uh i don't know what his strategy was but uh i got a nice takedown at at, at the start like i started feeling like oh maybe i can start to do something and i I just didn't really feel like i didn't really feel him doing much you know i was kind of kind of just playing defense this whole time and and keeping me in positions and uh you know i i was okay with it i knew i was gonna take it and, and win it in overtime and uh and I was confident in there, anyways. Uh, I figured I'd tire him out a lot, you know, with, with what I had, and, and just taking it overtime. And and I, it was fun, man. It was a good time. I I knew I could beat him, so it wasn't really much of a test. I'm I'm a weight class above him, anyways, you know. So uh, he is a black belt. He's he is solid, uh, but uh, you know, I, I just think I think I'm a different level.
2: Um, uh,
1: and that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I got another another match coming up for Enigma too uh, on March 13th. Uh, with Chris uh, Christos's uh, spot up there as well, so that should be interesting as well. I think I think I'm gonna do really well at that one as well. Yeah, to yeah. yeah. Continue my undefeated streak since Blue Belt, <laughs> and uh, and we'll just keep it going.
0: There you go. I I have your poster flashing right now that uh, uh that they put up as far as your matchup. Well, uh, who is the 10th Planet dude here? So uh, you know, Leglock. Oh, yeah. uh, so, uh, where is he coming from? Is he in New from New York, or he's not from uh, the I, New England?
1: I, I don't really even know. I I, uh, I forget. I forget the guy's name. I, I think I'm pretty sure it's either New Jersey or New York or something like that. Uh, I, I I don't think I'm gonna have too much problems with him. I, I I've been doing very well against every 10th Planet guy I've gone with. Um, like really, really well. I I, I don't I don't think that style is anything that. I haven't seen, so I, I'm used. I'm used to these types of uh, 10th planet guys. I'm used to the styles, and and you know, I, I'm a pressure passer, and you know, the rubber guard. Uh, it's it's going to be really hard to get something like that to work for me. The leg locks, I have excellent leg lock defense. I don't think I'll ever get caught in one of those. Well, I can't say that. I, you know, but I, I don't. I'm not too too worried about them. I think my defense is, is good enough. I'm confident enough in my defense that that. I, I think
0: uh, I think
1: I'll be able to. Well, well, will well, be able to st- stay at least one step ahead of him the entire match.
0: Well, you roll with a lot of guy, a lot of lot of dudes that are like grabbing for them legs on you, man. So you have no, oh, yeah. you, you you have no lack of training uh, to 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 get them defenses, man. Because these kids are like uh, prodigies and coming out with their yeah. their own, own kind of stuff nowadays. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So, um, let me see right here. So I want to get back to. Uh, you said you haven't lost a, a, a match since you were, what, blue belt, right? Yeah,
1: that's
0: correct. So uh, I got a couple of pictures here. You uh, Did you recently uh, get your black belt or more stripes on your black belt? Like, how's that no, work?
1: I, I just recently got my black belt. Um, it was funny. I was kind of telling her like, I, I was kind of, well, I started training. Uh, I started training the Gi about six years ago, right? So not not very long ago, to be honest. But I was tra- I was training Nogi for about six years prior to that as well. So by the time like I had my white belt, I already assumed that yeah. I was like be- because I could tap off brown belts, I was like, oh, I'm basically a brown belt. And I wasn't, you know. I was just being an ignorant fuck, you know <laughs> I was being like a dumb kid. But that's what I thought in my mind. So I was like, all right, you know. And I always I always thought. At that time, I was like, "Oh man, I, like as a blue belt, you know, I could top out a decent amount of black belts." So I was like, "Oh, I might as well, you know, I might as well be a black belt." So I, I in my mind, I always I always thought that uh, that I was at that level, and I, I never I never counted myself out because of the color of my belt. So I I always thought I could could be a gamer to a black belt uh, as a blue belt, even as a white belt. I, I thought I could could really uh, uh, have have competitive matches and and beat these guys, you know. So it, it's not much of like. Really, that mental thing is kind of um, I kind of think about it more like like a college degree, I guess, you know, yeah, Uh, you can you can have a degree and it doesn't make you like a success. You know, it doesn't necessarily make you success. you still have to do the work. So whoever's doing the work that, you know, that's really what counts doing the work, getting that work in and and the belt is more so that your relationship with your instructor and and, you know, how you are as a person. There's a lot of other things that go into it as well. And you know, I wasn't ready for my black belt when I when I was a kid. Like that, and my, my mind wasn't ready for it. I, I, I don't I don't think I deserved it at that time. And uh, even though back then I did think I
0: did. <laughs> let me, let me <laughs> you ask know? you a question, Connor. When when you're all right, so you were talking about how you rolled for years uh, with no gi before you jumped into the gi. Yeah. When you walk into a when you walk into a gym, and you have all them years under your belt, and then you jump and you wrap that white belt around you with that uh with that gi and you start rolling, what's, what are these, what are they thinking in there? Like, how, how does it, what, what does it go like from one to 10 real quick? It has to, with some of them guys. Yeah, just about. I mean, well, basically I was like, you know, team flow, like we we were all
1: like really hard nosed. Like we were hard trainers. Like we were inside no boys wrestling club. So it, it was really, uh, when I started training in the gi, we were all fucking like, we were killers. You know, people were, people were, we going, we were going hard. Like nobody would, Nobody would complain, at least as far as I know, nobody would complain for people going too hard, which you see a lot in hobbyist gyms. But we were a competitive gym, so we were all trained to compete. And that's kind of one of the big differences is uh, is when I went in there, I was a white belt, but everybody respected me. They knew I had MMA fights. They knew I rolled and stuff, and they didn't treat me like it. Uh, It was was kind of hard for the ego to put it on. I I really didn't want to put a white belt on and be like, oh, man, I'm a beginner. Because I thought, like I said, I thought I was so – Good at the time you know i was like man i might as well be a purple belt or something like that you know and and really you know i sucked. you know i, I could be purple belts but i wasn't a purple belt you know it's not the same
0: yeah and, I understand. Uh,
1: yeah and, and i put the white belt on it's a little bit humbling for the time being and and it was humbling all the way up i i, I did my two years as a i followed we followed the IBJJF uh, ranking system the whole way through so i did my two years as a blue belt i did my year and a half as a purple belt i did my year and a half as a brown belt and uh, and I, I earned it the, the old fashioned way right just through through, through the time uh, that i that i put in and uh, now i now I, I, I know i deserve it so it's uh it it is rewarding to to finally have it
0: excellent um do you teach uh do you keep, teach work or do you do you mostly uh what, like when you train or do uh privates we, yep. i mean what's it mostly stand up but do people come to you for uh for gi at all or is it mostly no gi
1: yeah, it's, it's mostly no gi. Uh, we're starting that little like that little small uh, small uh, training sessions uh, training the gi. Um, I'm gonna be teaching the gi at that new place in North Andover okay. I was talking about. Um, we're gonna release some information on that coming soon. Uh, it's not we have we have our open map. Oh, sorry, excuse me. We have our uh, opening day coming up on March sixth. Uh, we're gonna really try to like start start putting some some stuff out there and getting that ex- exposure uh before uh we open up but uh i i'll still be at defensive edge i'm just going to be opening up this new studio uh an old friend of mine he's a brown belt as well a very good brown belt uh one of my one of my old training partners and uh I, i'm really excited to do it uh but we will be training a lot of the gi there you know so mostly i would prefer no gi. personally i prefer no gi. Uh, I don't train in the gi very often at all. Uh, although it, it helps from a business perspective. I think I think the gi is like kind of a professional uniform and it helps to see like when, when new people are walking in and they don't see a bunch of sweaty guys and wife beaters sweating in each other's eyeballs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah you look yeah, you look like you're like uh, as a businessman, yeah. you look like you're in a suit, but you're in a gi. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> you
0: know, like they, they
1: know what it is off the it's professional. You know?
0: exactly and that's all that counts man and uh it's intimidating too and right a bit right in the back right right off the bat they know you're in charge oh my god we have we have connor and light oh my god the light the light has shined connor oh and the lord god. said let there be light and there was light oh uh, dude so uh before we before we talk a little bit about uh you know the MMA aspect in 2021 and what we're hoping Ah, uh, dude, you also have a fight team, and uh, you know uh, that that you help out, and uh, you got a bunch of kids on under you that, or under you know, um, defensive edge. That you guys got some uh, shit going on as far as the MMA world and uh, the next generation. Talk a little bit about that.
1: Uh, so we got we had our fighter uh, Anthony Vasta. He he competed in Florida uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, we had an awesome fucking time from out there. Uh, he, he he won the fight. He won round one. He won round three, and uh, and he lost his split decision on the cards. Uh, you know, to be honest, like the Florida commit, like the way they ran things down there was very. Uh, it was kind of like how they ran shit in Massachusetts in like 2010. You know, it kind of reminded me of like those old school fights they had at like the Wonderland Ballroom Club Lido in Revere. You know, you know, it's kind of like the old school shit. You know, yeah. there was there was like a lot of stuff going on that. Wouldn't be happening in Massachusetts. You yeah.
0: Know? Well, well, <laughs> um, that—that's on. That,
1: it was fucking seventy degrees out there. Vasta yeah. killed it. He did great. He got a great learning experience, and he's going to be fighting back there pretty soon. Uh, we have a couple other fighters too that are are looking to be active as amateurs. Um, so hopefully we'll try to get some other guys fighting down there in Florida.
0: Excellent. You talk about Anthony Vasta. He's uh he's actually on uh, that same event at Enigma. He's gonna um. Yeah, yeah. He's got a combat jiu-jitsu match against Jeff Joy, correct?
1: Yeah, that's correct.
0: Now, uh, all right, so
1: that should be a fun one. Yeah, we is gonna... really uh he's got a really interesting style.
0: Now let, let me talk to the to, to the black belt, the the the, the gi black belt yeah. here. Uh what what's uh what's the event? what, what does uh the, the combat jiu jitsu help you with? Like uh you know, the palm strikes or, or the slapper? What will that help you uh achieve in a match? Uh, of course, you know, strike it. But what, when when do you actually use the palm strikes to help you in the, to get advantage?
1: Okay, so uh, the rules the rules of it are uh, you, you cannot strike on the feet. So you need to you need to wrestle and you need to get them on the ground before you can start throwing palm strikes. Uh, you can TKO somebody, so their, their knockout could happen um, if, if they don't defend themselves. Uh, it's the palm strikes they hurt you know they fucking hurt
0: well bass root uh, bass root that changes
1: i'm oh, sorry so, uh, sorry see what we said no i said bass
0: root man fucking you know oh my
1: god you know so um so really what what the, the difference is like you're gonna really have to be uh mindful about your position you know and posture the whole time you can't let your opponent get a good posture on you because they can start really hurting you and again like position like you wouldn't want to be uh, falling to your back, you know, where you're, you're losing gravity-wise, right? A, a striker uh, striking downwards is going to have more power in their strikes than uh, somebody from guard going upwards, you know, just just based on gravity and, and the way that you could turn your hips uh, being on top. Uh, so position is going to be a big thing too. Uh, and the next thing is like being able to control somebody. So if you can control somebody – you could finish it off right there. You know, control is just as important as a submission. And that's, it just goes to show you like the submission isn't all, Judiciary isn't all about submissions. Like uh, a lot of it is, is control. And and if you look at like IBJJF or, or any of these tournaments that are on points that aren't sub only, uh, most, most matches are won by points by control and rather than submission. You know, there are some matches won by submission, but most of them are won by points. So, so it's just
0: some it's just another part of the game. Uh dude, there's going to be a bunch of no, there's not much MMA going on in New England. None at all, actually. This yeah, is the this none. is the closest thing we have, man. This is a, a, an exciting event. We got John Duma, we got uh, against Cupcakes. Uh you know, we got some other super fights in there too, but I mean the names that are popping around in this uh in this tournament, man. It it's a big uh big to do coming up.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a great match, man. It's going to be a great time. I think there's a lot lot of a lot of fun matches on that, so I am excited for it.
0: And the, the cool thing about it is it's jiu-jitsu. Even though it's combat jiu-jitsu, it's not as much a, a build up or you know that animosity toward each other uh, that yeah. uh, that an MMA fight, I mean, comes mm. but you did talk about I mean, someone can get, you know, uh, you know, lights out, out. in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But we're talking about very high-skilled MMA fighters, uh, kind of going. So there be, there might be a lot of defense in here, and we're going to see a lot of technique and a lot of strange things happening in these matchups.
2: I got, oh,
0: yeah. it's I, be interesting. I got a question for you, Connor. Yeah, uh, we got, we got another Connor. Want to ask you a question out there? Connor Matthews asks, ask Connor what it feels like to be the second best Connor in Massachusetts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I thought. I thought I was the first best fighter, but you know it feels pretty good
0: being second best, I guess. <laughs> uh, Conor, we got to get him back on the show. I think I saw uh, I saw him on Instagram or uh, Facebook or both, mentioning that he has a fight. Uh, he's signing yeah, something. He,
1: Connor's my homie, man. He, he's gonna he's gonna do great out there. Yeah, he's uh, a he's a killer. He, he's got it. He, he's got it mentally, man. You know, it, it's, it's something. It's something you can see in people that you know, like you, you just you just like he's gonna do good.
0: Yeah. Oh, he, Connor's,
1: Connor's good, yeah. good,
0: good kid. Uh, very well coached, and a coach himself. So, uh, yeah, dude, dude, dude's a, yeah, really good kid. We'll have him on here and get the beans from him, uh, after he, you know, after a little while, but Connor, let's talk a little bit. About, I mean, MMA is not going on, but as we see, Connor Matthews has a fight. Uh, you are, you still, you're under management of top game, correct? Yeah. So Tyson, I mean, is always working always trying to get matchups. He's, you know the right matchups, man. Is there any talk? Is there anything going on? Is there any future MMA fights in the horizon for Conor? Uh, any talk?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, man. Honestly, if we, if we can get the right fight, we can get the right time. Like, I would love to. Uh, right now, with, with just like the business and, stuff, and shit going on, like I am very, very, very busy. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm I'm trying to. Uh, if it's the right fight, I'll take it. Uh, I'm trying to just kind of like work on myself financially at this time you know uh like throughout quarantine i was really hoping i was fine i was training fucking hard i was in a fight camp and it was just like the months would go by and i wouldn't hear anything or you know like it just wouldn't it just n- nothing nothing worked out like i had that match for bellator that that uh got scrapped the, the kid pulled out a couple of days before the fight um and, and it was just kind of frustrating especially when you're spending so much of your time uh doing this you know and and you you kind of i don't want to say it's like a burnout but when when all like all my work i'm doing i'm in the gym like 50 maybe 60 hours a week sometimes you know between the three gyms that i'm working at uh and actually four or two like uh training at so i'm in the gym all the time um I, i i'm fucking training all the time so like my skills are always improving always improving and uh i'm just waiting for the right time yeah. waiting for for the right match and uh by the time i get in there man like i don't know maybe maybe you'll see uh maybe you'll see me be a adcc champion before i get in there Excellent. i don't know that, yeah well that's that it- my goal in november i stuck it in my head i was like <laughs> november i'm gonna win that 193 pound adcc it's gonna like that's the biggest tournament in jiu-jitsu it's gonna be uh I mean, they, they bring you to Abu Dhabi right afterwards, yep. and I, I want to say you like the winner of that gets like 50k, somewhere around there. I could be wrong. Somebody somebody else might know, but it, it's something like 40 or 50k, which is actually a lot more than a lot of UFC fires make.
0: Oh price. yeah, definitely, definitely. Price. And then yeah, I mean, and then you, you can know? throw you can throw sponsors on your Rash guard and all that other stuff, so you yeah, can, you can make big money. That,
1: like, now you can network a little better. Yeah. Now, like, now you're ABC champion. Now, now, like now, you have something behind you to come in that maybe the the promoters will pay you more just to come in and fight. You know, just because now you have that resume and you people know who you are, people talk about you, you champion, or you know, you, you, even even coming in first, second, third, or play, you know, something like that uh, would be would be really nice. I, 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 these are the best in the world. These guys are the best in yeah. the world. So if I if I can if I can beat the best in the world, then, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be very, very
0: happy with it. Well, it's, it seems like you have, you definitely have a goal of yours. I mean, you know, it's, it, it's not MMA. That's always, that's there, but I mean, this is something that, uh, you want to achieve and something that's going to be huge mm-hmm. when, and if you, uh, achieve it for your career, uh, dude, is there any, uh, is there any other, uh, dudes, on the circuit here in new England that you see big things from we'll first talk in jujitsu. And then uh, I'll ask you an MMA, even though things aren't going on, but you see young kids, you see what's going on out there. Uh, who do you see in jujitsu? Who's uh, really going to make their mark in the future? And, uh, you know, follow you. Uh,
1: there, there's a lot, a lot of young upper coming up, man, that are, are fucking great. Um, uh, I, I think the kid who impressed me the most, um, uh, Nick Fiore, he was, he was fucking incredible. Uh, I, I, I only got to roll with, with him, like, uh, one time, and, you know, it was, uh, it was after, like, a hard practice, um, and, and he, he really impressed me. I, I, uh, I, ha- I hadn't rolled with, like, uh, an MMA fighter with, with that good of a ground game, uh, probably ever, to be honest, you know, uh, so he, he, that kid's going to be up-and-comer for sure. Um and and I'm a mayor or jiu whatever whatever he picks. I think he's like I think he's only like 23 or 24 anyway. So uh, that kid's that kid's gonna be good. Um and then just as far as the jitsu scene goes, you know, like just seeing my man Bob do good, like seeing Christos do good, seeing seeing all these guys that like that I I I was helping out and and training like a few years ago and and doing big things. You know, it helps push me too, cause cause I'm you know here I am like. Oh man, I was teaching them two years ago. <laughs> yeah. he's,
0: well, well, he's well, everybody. Here's now. a coincidence.
1: Now, here's
0: <laughs> a coincidence because uh, Bob fought the same dude that you uh, rolled with, yeah, right? He did. Yeah, which, which I mean, right there shows it, man. I mean, uh, the Caliber guys. I mean, these guys are growing. They're they're rolling with some of your uh, past competitors. You get been, yeah, been against.
1: hundred percent. So, so it, you know, it really it pushes us off, man. It's like we have a good community going. Uh, we have a good like small little network of Jiu-Jitsu guys that uh we find ways to train together we ch- we chat together we talk together we're, we're all we're all cool we're friends and uh and we all push each other to get better uh and you know i said like everybody at team flow uh, uh i've been going there sundays now and we have an awesome sunday class over there which has been fucking great i've been taking my drums out and playing oh, yeah, with, with nice. some, we, we nice. got a jam jam sessions in after nice. we to get people guitars and bass, you know no and, shit and, and, yeah, dude. It's fucking awesome, oh, man. We cool, got, man. It's like an open mat and then an open jam right after. Dude, I've been having a fucking awesome time doing that.
0: Actually, Anyone who's singing? Anyone singing? Anyone roaring? We don't som- get a singer yet. <laughs>
1: actually, one of my clients is a, is, a, is a singer, I guess. Maybe we'll get him in there one of these days, but... Uh...
0: Dude, yeah. that'd be fabulous. You guys can open up an event like a uh, jujitsu event. The, all you guys just and yeah, just juggling them all <laughs> together, man. <laughs> Some live music. Hey, hey, dude. Let, before I let you give uh, shout-outs and uh, you know all that other stuff, you have uh, also you have a female fighter, or a female girl uh, rolling too in this. Is this the first in the Enigma tournament? Is that I thought I saw a matchup with two uh, uh, a, a female from Team Flow.
1: Oh yeah, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, she's fighting uh, Christina uh, something from South Shore. Uh,
0: from South Shore yeah, sports yeah, from, fight.
1: Yeah, from, from, from South Shore. Man, yeah, that's... Michelle,
0: Michelle's tough. Yeah, she, she's real tough.
1: So uh, I, I think I think she's gonna do great. I don't I don't think she'll have any issues with it.
0: Yeah, I remember her when uh, I first came to Team Flow yeah, uh, to yeah, yeah, interview. Yeah, that's right. A I long, yeah, like, a long, long time ago, man. Yeah. So she she's been sticking with it, man. She's ready to stick with
1: it, man. Yeah, she's she's a tough chick.
0: Excellent, excellent, man. So, uh, you know, kudos to uh Christos for getting a girls' uh match up oh, there, yeah. man. You know. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, hey, hey, dude, man, this is you know, there's there's nothing for us to watch. This is something incredible for us to check out, man. As far as this uh this tournament coming, I know uh New England uh, uh Northeast uh yeah they're doing a lot of stuff on the on the jujitsu scene and you know mm-hmm. getting getting. Uh, content out there for people and and it's blowing up I mean Jiu Jitsu is huge in New England right now and a lot oh, has yeah. to, a lot has to do with you Christos and all them guys Uh, you know rolling around and keeping keeping us you know with content
1: 100% man
0: and, uh, all right, my guy, uh, throw all your shout-outs, all that stuff out there, man. I'm so happy. You, you didn't go out once. Like, I didn't lose you yeah, once, no, man. no, it was perfect, man. Was perfect. Well, you know what it is? I think the phone. You got the phone. Yeah. I think it's the phone that you got to use. The phone works the best, I think.
1: Oh, uh, 100%. Yeah. All right. So, so big shout-outs. Uh, defensive edge, number one. Uh, they, they've been fucking awesome for me. Uh, love it over there. Uh, definitely come on down if, if, you, if you're in the area. Uh, you want to check it out. Defensive Edge is a place to be. Uh, team Flow, that's another shout out. Uh, again, like th- th- that's my home. That's where I, uh, that's where my lineage is from. That's where that's where I come from. That's where uh, I've I've tried everything and I've done all my tricks and I've I've learned everything from from there. Um, so big shout out to both of them. Uh, skill of strength. Uh, been helping me out enormously. Uh, my body's feeling great. I'm feeling strong. Uh, my wrestling's been great. Uh, I, we had like a little pull-up competition in the gym today and I, I did, uh, did a weighted pull-up with 115 pounds on the thing. So I, I would have never been able to do that, uh, had it, had it not been for all my training with Mike. So, uh, uh, big shout out to him as well. Uh, shout out to SLS fitness for, for, uh, offering me a place to work, uh, teaching, you know, just some boxing bag classes and stuff like that. Uh, shout out to my family, friends, teammates, Beyonce, everybody, everybody, uh, everybody that I'm missing, I'll put them in that little category, just so nobody gets mad at me that
0: I didn't shout them out, and uh, and that's it, Steve. Excellent, <laughs> my man. So uh, pull up. How much you weigh? How much you weighing right uh, now? I'm
1: uh, I'm about 190 right now.
0: So you're pulling up 190 in body weight, and uh, and what else? 100 and what? 25? What what, what do you get on? Uh, I, I pulled up 115 today. What what do you got on a weighted vest or is it a- uh?
1: I I put I, I just put a a belt on and started throwing
0: kettlebells oh, okay. and plates. on. Jesus, fucking a man. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a you're a freaking freaking nature anyway. Oh, you do. Only get stronger, Steve. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be fucking ripping people in <laughs> I know you are, too. Let me ask a uh, last question before I let you go. Is is all the strength is, is a uh, lightweight still your weight for now? Is that where we're still going to be fighting in the future? Or are we going to be going out the welterweight because you're massive? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, pro- honestly, but just about, just about a hundred percent going to welterweight, uh, unless, unless, I don't know. Unless- I don't know. Probably 100 percent going the other way.
0: Unless it's something <laughs> incredible you can't pass up, and uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, this
1: is a great opportunity. I can yeah. still make it, you yeah. know. Like I, I can still make 155. Uh, I've just been eating fucking a lot, you know. <laughs> I'm not eating like unhealthy, but I'm been eating a lot, and it feels good. And my training has been great because of it. Like I'm not sucked out. I'm not. I'm, i have a lot of energy all the time, you know. Uh, Excellent. I, man. I feel good. So and if I don't have anything coming up, fuck it, man. And ADCC is the. The weight class is 193, so all I have to do is stay around this weight, and and I'll, I'll be at the top of the weight class over there, and I'll have a, I'll be able to, to make some
0: damage in that. You still, that competition you though. you still look lean and fucking, yeah. like ripped at 190 something, man, dude. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. I mean, you, you got know, that. I'm not, I'm not chubby, you so. got a, you got a wide wingspan, so yeah, uh, man. You, you know, muscle, muscle kind of flows through your body, so yeah, it, it's <laughs> a good thing, man. Oh, last all right last last question when i talked to anthony and uh he said he couldn't stay you guys couldn't stay long at uh, when he went when you went to the fights because you had yeah. to come back and get a tattoo or something like yeah. that <laughs> that's right <laughs> all right did you get the tattoo and where would you get it and what is it <laughs> <laughs>
1: well uh i actually didn't i i, I had to uh, my tattoo artist got sick and uh we had to postpone it but i will be getting my arm done
0: all right you know, my I man had,
1: I, I'm almost covered right now. I just got a little more space to go. It's gonna suck. And all the last couple of spaces I have are like gonna be miserable. So
0: you know, fuck it. Excellent. <laughs> you saved the la- the best for the last, I guess, yeah, man. Best for last. <laughs> awesome, my man. Well, Connor, man, uh, pleasure at all as always catching up with you. I'll I'll see you uh, on the 13th, Saturday on the Absolutely, 13th. Absolutely, oh, We'll be there. New England MMA will be there, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, I can get some interviews after and talk about. Uh, these great matchups and, and great roles. We got to look forward to.
1: Yeah. hundred percent brother.
0: All right, man, man, you have a great night, bro. And uh, thanks for coming in. You too, Steve. Thank Later. You, bro. bro. Connor Barry, always a great phone or video call with him, man. Uh, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Um, again, uh, I apologize for Fabio's interview. I screwed that all up. His, uh, the feed went out. Got him back. I'm going to edit that, put it all together so it kind of flows in one good interview. Um, And then uh, I'll get Connors out. So with that said, uh, last couple of things I want to throw out there uh, is uh, the William Knight will be fighting this Saturday night. Check him out. Check him out. UFC is second fight for the UFC. It will be happening Saturday at the Apex Center. I'm not sure where he is in uh the lineup but i would imagine he's probably on the undercard uh so check it out check that out and uh what else we got here last thing shout out to nostos for um bringing it last saturday night at uh t- in tennessee for a world class uh fight league 28 3 up 3 down uh with a 5 second ko In there. So, with that said, um, again, this is why going live, you get problems. Uh, Things happen. You lose connections. It is what it is. Um, So, uh, I don't know. It is what it is. I kept composed and uh, we got through it. So, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. See you next week. Next week, I will have Nathan. Grimrod on, uh, hopefully talking, hopefully he'll be on talking about his performance last week. So with that said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.